You are listening to Cairo Social Tech Raw with Nicole Cowley and Tristan Schaub. This podcast delivers this duo's combined experience and continued passion for social media and online marketing tools. Use this weekly content to take your business to the next level and grow at exponential rates. Let's dive into the Facebook Live Replay podcast. Here is your host from the Cairo Social Tech Studios, Nicole Cowley. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Cairo Social Tech Raw, the solo edition. So this week, uh, my co-host Tristan Schaub is in the Dominican Republic doing some wonderful chiropractic uh, masterminding. I'm sure there's plenty of masterminding and sure there's plenty of fun and hope there's plenty of fun going on. But there, we haven't gone for two weeks. So I did, I took off, I did spring break, I did Disney World in case any of you are wondering. I survived. I am still alive. And then last week, both Tristan and I were at the Berkshires out. Um, and that was beautiful in Massachusetts and Sturbridge, uh, Massachusetts at the public house, which was just um, very historical, um, different than any place they've ever been before. So that was a wonderful experience. And I'm sure you saw some uh, things that came out from that if you follow either of us on social media. And I do want to give a huge shout out if you follow Jim Chester. If you don't follow Jim Chester, highly recommend following him. He took some great coverage and great footage of the speakers, the sponsors, and a lot of the details from the event he documented as he always does so well. So huge shout out to him and both Luke Millet, who's behind the camera there. Um, I did have the opportunity to share both on IFCO TV Live. So um, the IFCO page, if you follow that, I am there um, representing Vitalogics and also with Jennifer D'Angelo of Heartland. Vitalogics is also a supporter and sponsor here of our Cairo Social Tech World podcast show. So I want to give a huge shout out to that. And I'll share those links in the comments and in the show notes. So if you have any interest in getting more information, you can gather that. But welcome, welcome. I wanted to definitely go live this week. We didn't want to miss yet another week, especially with everything that has been going on with social media. So as you jump on live, let's see here. Um, I'm going to try to follow. So usually I check the comments while um, Tristan's talking. Sometimes it's hard for me to manage both those because I have so much uh, value and information I always just want to share. But I am going to try to follow the comments because I know that some of you do have questions and really good questions um, regarding some of the stuff that his come out and that is um, changing and we're seeing things happen um, really each and every day now with these social media platforms. But most importantly, um, let's talk, let's kick the show off. And I want to talk tonight about privacy. So this week, Mark Zuckerberg, the CEO of Facebook, went um, in front of the Senate, in front of Congress and had to answer some questions. And really, it's regarding the privacy of the platform. So you've seen that I've shared uh, a GIF and some comments related to that, but also Ultimately, what I really wanted to do is I wanted to spend a little bit of time going through um, how you can protect your privacy and how you can check your own privacy on Facebook. Um, a couple of key factors that I think are really important that you can, should consider around that. And then also based upon the things that are occurring, we are potentially going to see, and it sounds like definitely, I, uh, but it hasn't been rolled out yet. We're going to see some changes in the data that we're able to collect and also and how we utilize the data that we have. So this is regarding pixels in the custom Facebook audiences. So very, very important. Follow along. We're going to keep it short and to the point in today's episode. But let me do this. I want to share. Let's do it this way. There we 
we go. Um, so I want to share, first of all, you may have seen this come up. So one thing that they asked um, Mark Zuckerberg this week was if there are any breaches, such as the data breach with Cambridge Analytica, um, don't you think you should be more responsible to let your users know, and especially in a more timely basis? So you're going to see um, more things like this popping up in your feed. Facebook is now going and doing a full audit to see if not only Cambridge Analytica, but who else, if anyone else, um, we're pretty certain other people have breached this data policy. So um, the way it works is with the Facebook ads platform, we can create audiences, but we don't actually see those audiences. Like if we say we want everybody within this zip code that's a female within these certain age ranges that owns a house and makes over $100,000 a year, and we say that's the audience that we want to deliver our ads to, we don't actually see that data. So the other side of that is there's app developers. So you can also use Facebook's data and connections, their API, and create your own app. And that can be like the quizzes that you take, the games that you play, for instance, on Facebook. Those are apps. The app developers actually collect data, collect user data to make the app more um, pleasing to the user, right? So that's kind of some base information there with that. Um, but Cambridge Analytica built a quiz, so they were an app developer, and so they were able to actually collect data. And then there is user agreements that you sign when you're collecting that data, but they breached those user agreements and then sold that data, which is against Facebook's rules and is against the terms that they signed. However, Facebook's going back to see if anybody else in the app developer community may have breached the data in that way. So you're going to see more uh, notifications like this, protecting your information. You can go right here to get more information, but want to actually go into Facebook. And if you go into Facebook and you hover in the top right hand corner over this question mark, you're going to be able to go down and we can go to privacy shortcuts. And then we can see who can see my stuff. So these are some basic settings you can run through. So I'm public. So knowing that I'm a public profile, uh, my data could be scraped, right? So um, what they're saying is even beyond app developers, having your data um, or having certain pieces of your data as you agree to use those apps. So if you say, yes, I want to take this quiz. Yes, I want to play this game. And you agree to certain terms of services and then certain parts of your data are shared, right? Um, another option is here, you know, in your actual profile, if you're going to be a public profile, you know, people could just physically capture data. Well, then they can also create tools to scrub multiple accounts at the same time. And so if they're scrubbing or also called scraping data off the internet in mass amounts, they're able to aggregate that data. So that's something that Facebook also um, polices and tries to warrant against. But I'm public, so that's definitely capable. That's something when I share, I need to be aware that my things are public. And I do sometimes turn my public post off and make it a friends only post or a custom post. So you have options here to choose. And then when you are actually making a post, you can go in here right here and change this specific post. Now, remember, if I change a certain post to public, I want to go back on my next post and make sure I go back and change it to friends if that's what I want to um, share from my personal profile. Your pages 
those are always public. So your pages, I mean, if you're going to have a page, anything you post to your page, that's going to be public. Okay. So certain controls in that, but you can't make those private, for instance. Let's go back here. Privacy shortcuts, um, who can contact me. So you have some controls here that you can play around with and you can also block certain people. Now you do have a blocked list. Okay, so I wanted to go to more privacy settings because I want to jump in here and I want to show you this is where you have full control. So you can go over here to the left and you can see full control of everything, um, you know, all the data that Facebook has on you. And you can go down here to ads and this is where you can turn certain things on and off. You can see what interests they're targeting you by. You can see what advertisers you've interacted with. You can see what information they have um, based upon you. And then you can check here and you can see your ad settings. Okay. And so you can hide ad topics and you can get more information about how Facebook works. So I think it's really important, you know, to understand um, to check your privacy settings, to set your privacy settings, to be comfortable and aware of how things work. Um, you know, if this is something that is concerning of you and being a healthcare provider, it definitely should, especially considering um, what you share and what you don't share, you know, how personal you may get. You may have a very personal lockdown Facebook and then a doctor public personal profile per se. Um, I want to go in here as well and go to this apps and websites. So another one you can come in here, and this is something I do kind of regularly, but I'll come in here and all these random, you know, quizzes, random things that I've signed up with. Um, I don't use Airbnb. This was a game that I used. You know, I can go through and remove all of that data. Oops, I should have probably did that as well. That's okay. I'm honestly... I pretty much understand that my stuff's out there. So it doesn't matter. I'll go ahead and delete all these and just on some guest Wi-Fi. I don't want to delete those because they have automations set up through those um, hotels. I want to get good deals first. So see, like, I don't want to delete some of them. I don't mind. Cloud, fine. Anyways, remove. So you can go in and you can just see what you're connected to. You can go in and remove all that data, remove all those posts and everything related to that. You can see in here. And all these look familiar to me. So far, I haven't seen any that are completely, um, I haven't seen any that look off. This is my kit on Amazon. You know, I share through them. So again, if I'm going to share um, my Facebook kit, I'm going to collect that information on kit, that Facebook data when we're adding Facebook pixels and Facebook collection information and Facebook sharing tabs, um, we're giving it the right to use some of that data. So that's going to come into play. So want to at least go in there and show your active apps and websites, one place you want to check and also your ads is going to be another place that you want to check. And then you just want to go through your basic privacy basics. Um, so let's go back there. Uh, so your privacy basics. So just going back up to this privacy tab and just going through each of these and making sure you understand um, how yours is set up and check that. And that is kind of where you can go through each of these tabs and see all the details. That's kind of where we wanted to start. You should also have some security and login, some double encryption or dual encryption um, when you're logging in two-factor authentication, for example. So definitely want to set that up. You can see where you're logged in at if you've had any other login requests. So you can go through and remove these logins or log out of those locations. If that's not you, if you see something like way far off, then you can definitely um, go in and put that as a suspicious um, activity login. So do that over here. So you would say like, not you. These all look like me though. Let me get out of here just because that shows a lot of information.
book to your bid general. There's always um, tutorials. You can download a copy of your Facebook data right here. So if you want to see everything that Facebook knows about you, you can download a copy of that data um, right there. If you wanted to delete your account, modify your account, again, you can do that right here. So we just want to show you where your controls are so you have access to that. Now, we want to talk about very, very important in this is that Facebook right now, how does this affect you beyond um, just wanting to give you some privacy information? Let's jump into that part of show this that part of the show now that we've gone through some basics on your privacy. Um, another thing that Facebook was doing is they were not only collecting data here in the platform, and then collecting data through the app developers. So through anyone that is using those quizzes in those games, those app developers, they're collecting information. What they were also doing was purchasing third-party data. So you keep hearing this term third-party data. So you're purchasing data from like experience. So they were getting financial reports and all sorts of different data and then compiling that together, you know, matching that with the data that they had already about us to make correlations and pull that um, information together to have a larger pool of data to deliver to their advertisers. So the more detailed, the more specific you can get, you know, the more that ad can talk specifically to that individual and you can target and um, basically bid for ads. It's an auction site and the Facebook ads platform is all auction based. So you can bid for ads on a specific target at a very, very low rate. And then your, um, you know, advertisement, your video, your event, your image, or what have you can speak directly to the audience, your giveaway, your blog, whatever it is that you're running an ad for. So coming in here, we're going to create an ad. Hey everybody, it's Nicole here. I want to thank you again so much for listening to the Cairo Social Tech Raw podcast slash Facebook live show. Please do connect with us on your favorite social media platform by searching Cairo Social Tech or for Tristan Cairo Sushi. We would absolutely love to hear from you. I also wanted to take a quick moment to give a big shout out to two companies who we love and support immensely because they support the chiropractic profession so much. The first, Vitalogics EHR, is the only chiropractic cloud software out there that is connected to a robust automated marketing system. It can greatly take your whole practice from operation to communication into the 21st century. An advocate listener of the show is Bolt Tape CEO, Dr. Dean Clark. Bolt Tape is a revolutionized kinesiology tape that applies an Arnica natural-based oil and energy onto the tape that gives incredible results. So I actually personally use the tape for the joint pain that's created by my lupus about five times a week. I wouldn't be able to do this work without it. Check out our supporters in more detail at vitalogics.com and bolttape.com. Mention this show, Cairo Social Tech Raw, for a special offer with either of them. Let's just go and create an ad. I just want to get to the targeting options here. I'm just going to do a traffic ad. Let's start over. 
Okay, so not much at this point has changed in the ads platform, but um, basically it seems what's going to happen is Facebook is no longer going to be purchasing the third-party data and allowing it to be usable by advertisers. So I wanted to touch on the fact that um, where am I going here? There we go. <laughs> Detailed targeting. That's what I'm looking for. So a specific targeting, you're always going to want to do your location, right? So you're going to include locality, um, your local business and specific. And even if your local business has multiple locations, you can put all those locations in one ad, or you can do separate ads for each of your locations. Um, age, male or female, or all, just dependent upon whatever the ad is. And then um, languages, you want to do English, or you can run um, Spanish ads, for instance, if you're running services in a Spanish-speaking location, or other languages, obviously, but specific to this audience we're speaking with. And then down here, there's other detailed targeting options that you can uh, choose. So a big thing that we always talk about is financial. You know, can somebody afford your services? So you can come in here and choose the example we talked about earlier, you know, somebody that makes, let's say, over a hundred thousand a year. So if we want to go in there and select all those categories, we can select everybody in this geographical location within this age range that makes over a hundred thousand a year. And then we could also go in and do detailed targeting, like interested in health and wellness. Or again, this is where big companies. So when you have a lot, a, a larger audience and you can get more detailed. So if you're Nike, for example, you could run an ad specific to CrossFit. You could run an ad specific to male CrossFit versus female CrossFit. And then you can change your creative, your image or your video to speak directly. So it could be a male in CrossFit or in, you know, a gym versus a female doing some sort of CrossFit motion or activity or short video um, related to that. So when you have a large, large audience, you could really query it down for your creative and your call to action to speak directly to that. When you're a smaller audience or a local audience or medium audience, you want to definitely utilize this criteria, but you can't get quite as detailed because your audience is going to be so small, you're not going to be delivering to enough for Facebook to really be able to do its job. But in here, what we want to talk about is certain things we may see go away. So I'm unaware, and I think anybody is uh, just speculating at this point of exactly what data Facebook has versus what data Facebook has purchased versus what data it is no longer going to be giving advertisers. But certain things within here, um, I think most interests um, should stay. Some of the demographics you're going to see go away. Um, behaviors, so in here in behaviors, what's interesting here in, um, it was the demographics. Let's pull that again, down again. So, you know, if we wanted to run an ad specifically to conservative people, so another thing that they're changing that doesn't affect us, but it per se, depending upon, you know, how heavy, I guess, you know, you're getting with your topics in your blogs and videos, but they are going to start uh, making any ads that are about certain social situations or highly controversial political topics because these ads that were supposedly and or some have been confirmed that were created by Russia, they were really going after certain social issues. So 
those will be flagged as, um, I'm not sure, political ads, sponsored political ads, something in that nature. Um, but I wonder if some of this will go away. We're not sure yet. But yeah, so you're going to see certain things change within this detailed targeting. So what I would honestly say until then is really take advantage of it. And I, I don't know if that sounds bad or not, but right now I would really come in here and start running ads. Um, I think the number I saw was like there were 7 million advertisers and it's not that many. It's actually not that much considering the amount of data and the cost that you can run ads on. So again, to come in here to run an ad, we just ran a traffic ad. And then you can come in here and plug in your location, maybe 26 to 50, 26 to 55, all unless you want to do a ladies' mail or a specific male ad versus female ad, so you can get much more targeted with your creative. Um, do some financials. Maybe they own a house or don't. Maybe their parents are not, depending upon your target, who you see in your office. And then save that audience, automatic placements, easy peasy, your daily budget. I would start out with something like $5 a day and work up from there. Um, so I would start with maybe five to 10. You can see what your estimated results are going to be over here and play with that. And then if your ad is converting and returning, that's when you want to put more money into it. But I would definitely go through and work through running an ad. If you need help with that, um, just give me a comment in the box. We'll schedule time. We'll run through setting up your first ad and making sure that you understand the Facebook ad platform as is because it's very lucrative, especially until some of these changes get made, which we don't exactly know what they're going to be. Okay, so that's what we talked about third-party data. Now, another thing that is going to change is Facebook's policies are going to change. So let's leave this and I'm going to go into my audiences. So if you're inside of the vault or if you've taken my boot camp series, one of the things that we talk about in the very, very beginning is getting your pixel code set up and getting your custom audiences created. So in here, in this audience area, one of the things that you can do is you can create custom audiences and you can do that with pixel codes. So this is um, online activity, so website traffic. So you can uh, grab a code from Facebook and you inject that onto your website. And so it utilizes cookies on your website. So if somebody goes to your website, Facebook is gonna cookie that person, track that person in essence. We create an audience of people that have um, been uh, captured by our pixel code. Let's say the website visitors within the last 30 days. I usually do 180 days, I capture a bigger audience. Um, but then I can run ads specific to people that have visited my website. Um, so you want to run ads to a warm audience. So this is a way to create a warm audience, right? So on some websites, you may see if you've ever um, done some searching online and you had to accept the website that uh, you had to accept that the website uses cookies and third party data integration before you could go and read the blog or get to the website. You also may or may not have seen on some websites, there will be disclaimers on the website that says this website utilizes cookies and I believe it's third-party data integration. Don't quote me on the terminology there. But basically, I would look forward to, um, and I'm going to keep you updated from Cairo Social Tech. So it, it, you get immediate news on this. If you're in my boot camp, then you definitely 
uh, or if you're in the vault or in the boot camp, we always try to hold your hand, keep you updated, make sure you're aware, especially when it comes to, let's say, legality type things like this. But it also just keep you informed on my main page. So follow me at Kyra Social Tech, Facebook.com slash Purdue Nicole. Go to KyraSocialTech.com and sign up for the newsletter so you can keep up to date on important information like that. But there may be a time coming very, very soon that websites, especially healthcare websites and certain um, professional, legitimate, if you will, websites will have to put on their website that they utilize cookies in order to have pixel codes and such um, on your website that is tracking and collecting data. Okay, so another thing you can do in here is you can add a customer file. You can import from MailChimp or you can add customers from a copy and paste, but basically you're adding email addresses in here. So um, this is one where we talk about in the vault and um, in my vault bootcamp series, we teach you to go in and grab your email list, so your patients, your inactive patients, your influencers, and then your marketing list and copy all of those and input those into Facebook so you have an engaged or you have a warm, engaged customer list. So if you're running events for blogs, for videos, for um, website traffic, uh, for anything, events that you have coming up, whatever you're running your ads for, you're going to deliver those to a warm audience and really build high engagement and high conversion and high return on that. And then there's going to be different types of ads that we can run to our cold audience. We're going to take it a step further here. I'm going to show you why this is cool and creative. But first, I want to tell you, so when you're adding this customer list in here to Facebook, you're already signing a terms of service. So actually, um, so you can upload a file or we could do a copy and paste. Let me just for an example do something here. Uh, let's go back. So I don't think I can do any sample. I wanted to see what the terms and service was like. I don't know if it'll let me go all the way there. It won't unless I fill this out. So I want to see here in this next step what it actually looked like when we accepted um, that we were um, confirming to Facebook that we had the right to utilize or to market to these email addresses. So as I know it, maybe this is the best practice. No, it's just best practices for preparing your data. So as I know it, you know, you're already basically stating that you have the right to market to these people, but Facebook's going to make you sign. It's going to be like a bigger checks box. It's going to be more clear that you do have, that you are telling Facebook, yes, I have confirmed and I have consent from this individual to put their um, information into systems and market to them. So just like you do an email. So we're putting email lists in here. So ideally, and you know, you've already gone and accepted them to receive email marketing. So it's going to be that same sort of concept here. Um, if you're going to input them into Facebook and give them submit Facebook ads to them. Now, one of the reasons we like the pixel and the email list so much, and this is just giving you information above and beyond, this has nothing to do actually with the changes as far as I know to this point, but you can create lookalike audiences. So we can serve ads to people who visit our website. We can serve ads to people that are on our custom um, customer file audience list, but also we can create lookalike lists. So we can say, lookalike audience, Facebook, give me 
Um, so I can go, and these are just different um, audiences that I've already created in here, but I could go, let's say, to my pixel. I have website traffic, so that's going to be my pixel. Um, you give audience names as you're creating them. So really on any audience name, you can create lookalikes. I could create, I could actually put all of these in here in one and create lookalikes of all of them, okay? Um, but I can also just say within the United States, uh, Facebook, give me a lookalike audience of up to 1 million people that have the same characteristics because I have so much data within and so much third-party data. Ah, so that's going to be the key benefit. I just talked myself into it there. So if it's not collecting and utilizing the third-party data, this lookalike audience isn't going to be quite as specific and targeted as it was now. So again, I would utilize this now until all of those changes fully go in and take effect and we're limited in um, the information that we're able to capitalize on. But basically you're creating a lookalike audience, so it's a cold audience, but it's a cold audience that has characteristics that are very like um, your current audience that is already coming to your website or you have email lists for. Okay, so those are a few things. So we're going to talk about pixels, email lists, um, no third-party sharing. So this is the other thing. Let's go back into Facebook. It actually in Facebook. We'll go back here. Oh, so just a couple of other changes. And this is stuff that I have seen in the comments. I haven't actually seen this firsthand. I use Meet Edgar for third-party sharing to Facebook. And other than that, I don't share to Facebook from third-party apps. Very rarely from Hootsuite, I guess. Uh, but right now, from what I'm hearing is third-party apps are not sharing to Facebook. I didn't re recommend that to begin with, but... Hootsuite, I've heard reports from, is not sharing to Facebook. And I've also heard multiple third-party apps not sharing to Facebook groups. Facebook is also locking up these API integrations because with this integration, let's say that you are able to share to a group. Um, this is also happening with Live. So like BeLive, BlueJeans, um, these different third-party applications where you can go into them like this and you can go live in groups or in certain areas. They're starting to limit some of those APIs because potentially there would be a security loophole where that third party could go in and collect information from that group. So especially if you're in a closed group, um, you know, where Facebook isn't HIPAA compliant, you know, and isn't a secure full said place, but they're closed groups. They are pretty um, congruent on trying to give you really the opportunity to have a closed, tight-knit group on site of Facebook and feel secure in that. So they're shutting down some of the third-party APIs. So again, any of the sharing tools and some of the live tools, you may see some interruptions coming up. And just let us know as you see those. But, you know, um, they just come up as people start to experience them. It's not necessarily like Facebook's coming out and giving updates as they make changes to all of those in each one of those. So that's what I wanted to share with you. There's been um, definitely some changes and things going on. I think ultimately I've seen benefits in this for, especially for pages. I was watching Mari Smith. I don't know if you follow her a lot of her. A lot of people will call her the queen of Facebook. Um, she's actually done some consulting with Facebook. So she breaks a lot of the Facebook news first. And I was watching her live last night. And one of the things that I commented in the conversation on them, I have seen in the last two weeks specifically, is so many more um, pages 
post organically in my newsfeed. So I'm on Facebook pretty often. I have a lot of followers. And up until about two weeks ago, I was seeing people's posts over and over again. Rarely did I ever see any pages post. And I saw an overwhelming amount of sponsored ads in my feed. I don't see nearly as many ads anymore. I especially don't see a lot of the ads that I was seeing for Facebook experts and funnel experts, some of them, but not near as many anymore. And then I've seen a lot more just organic um, pages posts locally and then pages that I follow because I do want their information. I'm starting to see that. So I think this is, again, all going to be a huge benefit and huge positive, especially to local businesses because you're relevant. So if you're relevant and your posts are engaged, people are watching your videos, people are liking, commenting, and sharing. And this is why if you follow, again, in the vault or in the bootcamp series, we talk about getting like some pawns per se in your community, but you, your CA, your spouse, your kids, your mom, your grandmother, your favorite patients, your top influencers, you know, getting those core people set up, especially when you get started and you're really running some big campaigns, you're going to have an event or you're doing a live video series, get them set up to really prime that content so it gets organically boosted and it also carries that social proof with it. And then turn on an ad campaign. But again, it all starts with that relevant content to your niche local audience. And there's still a huge opportunity for social media. And I can guarantee you that. Wow, thank you, Jim. See, I told you, I wouldn't look down at the comments. So that's the information we really, um, or that I wanted to make sure. And although Tristan couldn't be with us, I still wanted to come live and share that with you. Um, there's been a lot of information. I've seen a lot more headlines than I am. I think people were not, uh, like people weren't surprised that their information was being collected. And I don't even think people were surprised that somebody breached the data. That was like an inevitable happening. So we're going to keep following what happens. Um, we're going to follow what goes on in Congress. If you watched any of the meetings yesterday, you can see that Mark is definitely a business person. Um, some of them, the Congress uh, people that are at the senators that are asking him questions were just like creating their own side deals with them as they went along. Some of them, you know, was talking about is Facebook always going to be a free platform and how is that a strong business model? And he's like, yes, you know, we run ads. And they were talking about connectivity issues um, relaying off of that. And then they started making these side deals. We'll talk afterwards. But it's something we're both passionate about. So I heard that three or four times. So it'll be very interesting to see what does happen next with Facebook. And we're going to keep you updated. We're going to bring you the information that you need to know. Like, trust me, if you need to be worried, you need to be scared, you need to drastically start changing things, Tristan and I will let you know. But until then still very lucrative platform. There's still not nearly as many advertisers, especially local advertisers, as there should be. Your audience is there. You can get to them for pennies on the dollar. And all of that data, as I just showed you, is still there, but definitely is going to be changing down the road. So take advantage of that as you can right now until we know um, what changes and we'll keep you updated with that on the show. But Thank you, everyone. Until next week, I hope you have a great evening, a great weekend, and tune in with any questions. As always, we're here to make this a robust conversation for you. Good night. That is it, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Cairo Social Tech Raw Show. We hope you heard something that you can use and implement in your practice today. We would love to hear from you as well. Please do leave us a review wherever you are listening to this. 
You can catch any of the episodes live on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Purdue Nicole. We try to include as much of the details of the show in the show notes as we can, including the links to our supporters, Vitalogics Cloud EHR and Bolt Tape. Until next week, have a fabulous rest of your day.